Hi there, and welcome to the Binge 10. This is Larry Goldman, and we had a huge premiere week last week. We have a lot to talk about. Definitely the networks are really big time into the game, and stuff is rolling out quickly. Let's get right to it. First of all, Jaguar on Netflix. This is a Spanish period piece that takes place right after World War II, similar to The Defeated. Uh, more similar though to Amazon Prime's The Hunters with um, Pacino. Uh, the story is about a secret team. Uh, they all are ex-Nazi concentration camp residents, and they are hunting Nazis who fled Germ- Germany or are trying to flee Germany. So they're trying to hunt down war criminals. Um, they each have their own backstory about why they're on the team. This story is suspenseful. It's a thriller, uh, where they infiltrate a Nazi network, uh, that secrets away Nazi commanders. And then they try to kidnap a former Nazi scientist in transit. Um, you never know if they're going to get caught. You don't know who's on their side and who's not clear. The Spanish military is not on their side. Spanish police are not on their side. It's an old story, but I, th- I feel like this is told really well. Some really good action. It drives the suspense. And of course, a lot of anger towards Nazis. I recommend Jaguar. Uh, Ordinary Joe, uh, premiering on NBC last week. Ordinary Joe is a little bit of a unique show. So it's basically showing three possible timelines where Joe, the main character, could have wound up after college. In one timeline, he's a cop. In one timeline, he's a pop star. And in one timeline, he's a nurse. Uh, he is in married or involved with two different women that he knew in college across the timelines. Each episode of the show bounces back and forth between the timelines. You can see how the timelines are connected and how similar things happen in each timeline and how life is better and worse in each scenario. It's cheesy. Uh, and one of those, uh, make me feel good kind of shows. I think it's just okay right now. Uh, though I do dig it. I'm, I'm going to keep watching it. Uh, the neighborhood back again for another season. I don't know what number season this is. Six, seven. Uh, this is a, my favorite family sitcom is doing what they always do. Um, there's awkward scenarios usually based on, you know, race relations, which is the fundamental piece of the puzzle, but they also get into parent child relationships, drug addiction, marital issues. It's just an all out comedy, one liners, sexual innuendos, goofy portrayals of all the characters. This is a great show. I always recommend the neighborhood. Uh, Midnight Mass. Uh, so on Netflix, the show stars Hamish Linkletter. You know, he's from Legion, Adventures of Old Christine, a million other things. Uh, and Zach Guilford, uh, he's Sarenson from Friday Night Lights, QB1. Uh, it's in the show is written by the haunting uh, of Hill house guy or the haunting of Bly Manor guy, whichever one you watched. Netflix clearly loves this guy. Uh, the show is about a small Northeastern Eastern fishing community. It's like 150 people in this community, very devout in their religion. They get a new pastor for their community and then miracles start happening. Why they happen? What are they going to do about it? Is the gist of the show. The overarching story is great. 
you know, it starts with like three or four mysteries. They bring them all together really well and show how all these different mysteries are connected. But in the middle, there are long, long, long monologues by several different characters. Clearly, this is an on-purpose as, as it's a style choice because it does happen so often. They almost have a whole show in Games of Thrones, dark, where you can't see anything. Somebody's got to edit these things. Uh, I would say this is a little bit better than okay, but it does get frustrating at times with these huge monologues and, uh, you know, kind of that dark episode at, at just the wrong time. But I'd say it is better than okay because you do want to understand what's going on. Uh, definitely a different take on what is a, a, a pretty uh, common story. Uh, Doom Patrol. As Titans are ending on HBO Max, Doom Patrol is starting up. They de- debuted with two episodes. Another one just came out. They show how the team survives the incident from last episode uh, where they all get stuck and kind of frozen at the carnival uh, You know, in the last episode of last season. Crazy Jane figures out her personality issues. Robot Man is put together. Negative Man goes on walkabout. And his his energy guy, his electric guy kind of leaves him. Dorothy comes to terms with her demons and she takes off. She comes back. She leaves again. Rita is now in charge and struggling with all of these implications. The show remains funny, really funny. Some great action, some great storylines. Not sure where they're headed yet for this season, but I recommend Doom Patrol. Uh, Foundation on Apple TV and starring pretty much uh, no one like La Brea. This is the adaptation of Isaac Asimov's monstrous, monstrous uh, story. Maybe it's the original space opera. I read a lot of these things. I think it is the original space opera. The Foundation book was more of a political and psychological plot. Uh, and as I think they've said many times, there were no women in the book. Um, uh, obviously, Apple has to throw in some action, some sex, uh, some women, and more interesting drama to keep the viewers. The overarching story is the same as the book. Basically, a mathematician has predicted the fall of this big galactic empire. And in order to salvage mankind, they need to hide away all of man's knowledge, technology, art, legacy, kind of a uh, uh, kind of a knowledge uh, Noah's Ark type of thing. Foundation, it's, it's pretty good. I'm recommending Foundation. Uh, like I said, they do sprinkle in some action uh, and, and, you know, and some, some romance and, and some other things uh, to keep you interested beyond the story. But it's, it's, it looks very, very high budget and it looks very, very good. Seven Goliath, Billy Bob Thornton is back as Billy McBride. It's the final season of Goliath. Though the way it ends, they don't necessarily put a whole, you know, bow on everything. Uh, they could, you know, it's not, you know, it just kind of ends. Um, he's uh, coming off of being shot in season three. So it's season four. He gets shot at the end of season three. So he's a little timid. He's got a little bit of PTSD going on. But as the season moves on, he starts to get his mojo back. Uh, this time he is in San Francisco. By the way, I've spent a lot of time in San Francisco. I don't know why in Goliath it's always raining in San Francisco. I've actually never had it rain in San Francisco. It doesn't really rain that much in California. But it rains every day in Goliath in San Francisco. Uh, he's working as a contractor for a large law firm to get a large settlement settlement against Big Pharma 
who are selling addictive painkillers. J.K. Simmons stars as the bad guy CEO of the pharma company. He's, of course, great at it. Um, but the settlements are coming too easy. Of course, that's not going to be okay for our Billy. Um, there must be a story there, and there is a story there. Who are the bad guys? Who are the traitors? Who's killing who? Uh, who's covering up what? I recommend Goliath. I always like it. Even if, you know, he's not his completely angry, drunk self in this one. There's also a lot of weird dream sequences. Maybe even a, a song and dance sequence once. I'm not sure where all that came from. However, still recommending Goliath. Big Leap on Fox starring Scott Foley from Felicity and Underworld. I did not recognize him at all. This is the kind of show that I can't believe I like, but I do like it. It's a show about a reality dance contest. Various characters are in it for various reasons. And the director producer, who's Foley, is the nasty guy who is putting people in scenarios to make them look horrible like reality TV does. There's the underdog woman, the old lady who hates her husband, the ex-NFL player. I'm not sure if he's even an ex-NFL player. The ex-dance star, the gorgeous bitch, and more. Uh, I couldn't believe I found this funny, but I do. It's pretty entertaining. It's even a little racy at times, um, especially for network television. I am recommending Big Leap. I can't believe it. Uh, but we'll see if the joke and the story holds and keeps our interest. Squid Game. So on Netflix, the show is uh, in Korean, uh, and it is in Korea. And the story is about a loser deadbeat dad who finds a way to get out of debt. Uh, he basically enrolls himself, as 456 other people have done, in the Squid Games uh, to help him get back to even. But the Squid Games are, of course, much more than he thought. Uh, if you don't follow the rules or you lose the game, you die. So like the first game they played was Red Light, Green Light. We've all played it. Well, in this game, if you keep running when you're not supposed to, you get shot. Uh, very similar to Alice in Borderland, uh, the show from uh, Japan that had uh, the characters playing all these games, uh, and you can die in the games. Uh, it's a little too cheesy for me. It's pretty violent, which I like. Very, very predictable. Very, very predictable. I'm going to watch a few more episodes. Right now, I can't recommend it. Now, even though I say I can't recommend it, um, I think I just read that this is like uh, possibly going to be Netflix's most watched series of all time. I don't know if that's because all of Asia is watching this or whatnot. Uh, you know, it, it is one of those shows that they put kind of on the top banner over and over again. That's how I pick to watch it. Um, maybe there's something here that I don't get, so I will keep watching it. But apparently a lot, a lot of people either like it or don't know they don't like it until they're getting halfway through it. It wouldn't be the first time that something has become a huge, huge hit uh, that really wasn't much of anything. Um, another show that started last week, Home Economics. Topher Grace and the family is back. The initial episode is at Levi Stadium. We're arguing about cheerleading, feminism, athleticism, and of course, brotherly loyalty. It's all pretty funny with a very, very goofy ending. I recommend Home Economics. Um, La Brea, last one that I watched. Um, La Brea on NBC, pretty much starring no one. Though I recognize Natalie Zaya from The Unicorn. La Brea is about a sinkhole that opens up in the middle of Los Angeles. 
I don't know about Los Angeles, but this happens all the time in Chicago due to the ancient sewer system we have here. But it's a big sinkhole in Los Angeles. The sinkhole is 22 miles deep. But guess what? The people that fell into it are alive. And they've landed in kind of a land of loss kind of world where they're now in prehistoric times with ancient dinosaurs and other bad animals that want to eat them. Uh, on the surface, the government is trying to figure it out. And one guy says he can see visions of the people below. I'm always a sucker for these type of mysteries. Though I feel like they kind of gave it away that this is some sort of time travel thing. Uh, after one episode, though, I am recommending La Brea. Woo! That was a lot of stuff that started last week. Uh, nine Perfect Murders did end. I'm uh, uh, sorry, nine, nine Perfect Strangers. It ended last week. Very good series. The ending was just okay, but it was a good series. I liked it. I'd recommend it. Um, there really wasn't a twist. Pretty straightforward show. Um, American Horror Story ended the first part of this season. So the vampires are all done for now. Now we're on to kind of an alien story next. So this is uh, kind of, uh, uh, it looks like it's going to start with kind of uh, New Mexico and Area 56 and all that, Area 51 and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so we'll see how the next six episodes go with an alien twist on it. Uh, Reservation Dogs ended. Some of the kids went to California. Some did not. But all in all, pretty good series. Very, very different kind of comedy. So tons and tons of series are out, uh, but there can only be a top 10. So debuting right away at number 10, Foundation. Uh, number nine, Lost Symbol Bumping the Morning Show. If I can figure out what they're going to do with this season. You know, if it's a soap opera, even with the good actors, I think it's not going to go very well. But Lost Symbol, it's interesting right now. I'm digging it. Last week we saw where Peter was hidden found out more about how the capstone work and how the all these different pieces of the puzzle fit together. Tacoma FD, it's the funniest show on TV. They had a whole show about, uh, about a chair. What more could you want? Uh, seven is Titans. Um, uh, you know, this week uh, they rescued themselves to keep in the top 10. They just got themselves to stick around. We saw Dead Hawk and Wonder Girl trying to save Tim Drake. It was cool. There was action. And now the story is that much more interesting, knowing that um, Tim Drake is back from the dead, as is Wonder Girl. Donna. Five, American Rust. A whistleblower tries to turn the kid in, but we still don't know why Isaac left. Did he kill Pete? Did he not? Again, I'd just like to hear Jeff Daniels talk. That's all I need. American Rust at number five. Number four is impeachment. Monica, Monica and Bill break up. I'm so sorry to hear that. This week we'll find out what she's going to do about it. Uh, apparently she's going to keep demanding that she um, uh, get a job at the White House. She keeps embarrassing Bill. She's a, she's a, Monica Lewinsky, I mean, again, she's an executive producer on this. She saw every single line. She is an absolute psycho in this movie. I mean, basically anybody that says hi to her, she falls in love with. She tells a story from high school and, and summer camp that will make your skin crawl and her reaction to it will make your skin just fall off. It, I mean, she is a damaged, damaged person. At least she was back then. Um, but it looks like uh, her name is starting to get out to the press and get involved in the Paula Jones 
trial that's going on. Her and Linda both get subpoenaed this week. Uh, three only murders in the building. They called Selena Gomez out and lying to them. Now we can make up and move on. The mystery is getting deeper and deeper. Uh, we met we met Nathan Lane's uh, deaf son this week. Um, uh, clearly, clearly, uh, they are the jewelry thief for sure. Uh, are they uh, actually the murderers? Quite possibly. Quite possibly. Uh, so we'll just, you know, we just got to keep watching. It, it remains extremely, extremely funny. Martin Short did a great Martin Short pratfall this week. That was absolutely fantastic. Um, and they got a plug on Jimmy Fallon. Uh, and so that gave him some serious views. I think they're up to like 5,000 viewers in their podcast. So great stuff. Number two, C, the family is back together. They're fighting multiple fronts at the same time. I think the action is really going to heat up. Baba, ba- Baba Voss is getting pissed off. C is absolutely phenomenal to watch. And, of course, number one is Ted Lasso. The funeral was really, really funny, but I, I need Ted to get back in the game here. Hopefully all this serious stuff about his father and his emotional problems in the past, all of it's behind us, and we can get back to really, really funny metaphors and 70s and 80s type of jokes. Um, Like I said, I am watching a ton of stuff right now. I mean, that's my top 10. You heard all the stuff that premieres. Uh, I'm watching La Brea, Home Economics, Doom Patrol, Foundation, uh, Big Leap, Ordinary Joe, The Neighborhood, Uh, Mr. Corman, though it's kind of getting almost too weird and too depressing to watch right now. Uh, I'm watching The Premise, Reservation Dogs, What If, uh, Reservation Dogs End, sorry about that, uh, Billions, I think, either ended last week, uh, or maybe there's one more show, maybe one or two, um, but, uh, you know, it's, you know, I, I, I don't like that show, I think it's absolutely ridiculous, I did like last week's episode, though, uh, I'm watching The Morning Show, I'm watching Truth Be Told, uh, so there's a, just a ton of stuff that I'm watching right now, but there can only be a few in the top 10. Of course, if you'd like to binge something, what would, what could you binge? This has not changed that much. I haven't replaced all that much here. Most of what I watched last week was series related stuff. Um, so my top 10 binges are... 10 Defeated, number 9 is The Chair, number 8 is Lucifer, 7 is Hit and Run, Uh, 6 is Chicago Party Ant, 5 is Sex Education, that show just gets better and better and better, even if the principal is just way too bad of a bad guy. Um, 4, Clickbait, 3 is White Lotus, 2, Goliath, I'm replacing Bosch. With Goliath, only because Bosch was getting a little bit old, but you know I love Bosch. And number one is Money Heist. Okay, so lots and lots of stuff to watch. New, this upcoming what week, what's coming out? A lot of network shows coming out this week. Uh, Good Doctor came out last Monday. We talked about La Brea. Big Sky, which I really didn't like, is, is coming back on ABC. Grey's Anatomy. The Problem with John Stewart comes out on Thursday, Apple TV. Blue Buds. 
Made coming out Friday on Netflix. The Many Saints of Newark comes out Friday on HBO Max. This is a Sopranos prequel. Can't wait. Welcome to the Blumhouse. Uh, you know, uh, guys from Blumhouse uh, did kind of that whole series on Hulu. Uh, now they're doing it on Amazon. Uh, Star Wars Visions on Disney. So definitely a few things still coming out. Some stuff to watch this week. It is going to get really, really hard to keep up. Um, uh, so I did watch a movie on Netflix starring Mary Elizabeth Winstead is Kate. Uh, Mary Winstead is from Cloverfield, the Scott Pilgrim series, Bird of Prey. Uh, it also stars Woody Harrelson. You know who he is. Uh, this is another story of a lifelong assassin like Gunpowder Milkshake. Guess what? She's double-crossed by her handlers. No way! Even weirder. She gets real mad about it. And guess what? She wants revenge. Great action. Good story, even if it's been done a million times. Good revenge. Good blood. Great action choreography. Much better than Gunpowder Milkshake. Milkshake. I recommend Kate. Well, that is it. That is a mouthful for this week. Happy watching. Talk to you next week. Mm -hmm.